Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Jabroni Drive. On this week's episode, the Elimination Chamber. Who's going to win? Javers Gunther, The Rock's promo. Are they giving us clues at Summertime? Will this be the greatest episode in the history of Jabroni Drive? I think so. Timmy. What do you have to say to all the Schmidt Lavellites out there? Tom, as you know, listening to Jabroni Drive is just too sweet. But when you listen to Jabroni Drive, as always, you are a Jabroni for life. I love it. I don't care if I'm ripping them off. It was one of the greatest times in wrestling history. And we love it. And you love it. Welcome to Brony Drive. Let's get this shit started. That's what I'm talking about, Timmy. Timmy's fired up. And we don't care if we're ripping you. You know what? If you got a problem with our with our promo, with our start of the show, we got two words for you. Suck it. <laughs> No, just kidding. We love you and we appreciate you listening. You know, the show's getting bigger. WrestleMania is coming up. A lot of things are happening. We're very excited and we can't do it without you, the listener out there, the follower, the subscriber. We love you and we appreciate you. Thank you for coming along on this on this journey on Jabroni Drive. Now, if you're not already doing it, now's the time. Give us that follow. Give us that subscribe. You know what I mean? We're trying to grow this show so we can make it better for you. Help us help you. Tom, we we are growing the show. We had our most viewers ever on our last episode, correct? That's right. A big episode. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and people love it. And we're just we're super excited. And let's just uh let's get into what's going on in WWE right now. A huge week, and we're going to start with the big one, the the one everyone's talking about. Timmy, why don't we just play some clips from this past Friday? What a moment! What a time! You 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 had to have seen it. Here we go. Oh, you want to boo that, huh? Are you sure you want to boo the Rock? Finally, your life has meaning. Finally, you and your 50 wives will have a story to tell. And you know what I'm talking about. You'll have a story to tell your 600 inbred grandchildren one day. And that is what it's like to look at greatness in the flesh. Because finally, The Rock has come back to South Lake City. Rock and Roman Reigns, the biggest, the biggest WrestleMania main event in the history of WrestleMania. You had it in your hands and you let it go. You flushed it down the toilet. The same toilet you sat your fat asses on and you sat there and tweeted, we want Cody, we want Cody, Cody's got to finish his story, he got to finish his story. You're laughing now and you're booing because you know it's true. <laughs> One more. 
Cody Rhodes, make one thing perfectly clear. The Rock is going to do everything in his power to make sure that you walk out of WrestleMania what you are, which is a loser. Everything in his power to make sure that happens. Cody, your story is just ending. Our story is just beginning. The Bloodline, the most powerful dominant duo in sports and entertainment, and of course in the WWE. All right. Woo! Timmy, what a, what a Friday night that was. I mean, it like was so hyped up. We knew that Rock was going to be there. We knew Roman was going to be there. What's going to happen? Where's the storyline going? He comes out and he goes heel. First impression was I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I don't think anyone in the WWE is as entertaining as The Rock is on the mic. He's just, he's incredible. I thought the heel work was, was in our group text, I said a master class. I thought it was just from front, from the start to end, just like, just so much fun. I loved it. It was old school. It was nostalgic. It was yeah. the rock that we grew up with. It was just awesome. I want to get your impressions on, on the promo overall, and then we're going to break down each one of those segments that we just played. So yeah. just first of all, impressions overall, and then we'll get into the other stuff. Uh, the one thing that you just you said was nostalgic, and I, I felt that more than anything. Because you hear these wrestlers, I mean, more so Austin Theory, uh, you know, he does pretty decent work. Like Grayson Waller does a little bit, a little bit of work, like when he, when he disparages the fans and stuff like that. Like, but The Rock has this innate ability to just go hard in on everybody. It's all, it's like, they don't do it the way that the rock used to do it. Right. And like, look, there was, there was wrestlers even back then, like the attitude error and moving forward. Like, uh, again, you, everyone knows who watches this, this show on a regular basis knows that there is about 15 to 20 years of, of wrestling that I have never seen. But my callback is to that era when, any heel would go after the fans and they would go hard after the fans and it would be ruthless. It would be vicious, but the rock was always the best at it. He was always so good at just like, whether it would be one person or, or whether it would be the entire crowd, like he just would lay in hard. And that's what we got. We got full heel rock and he came out and look, it's been said, look, I hate that we do this show on Tuesday nights because there's been so much reaction since since Friday, SmackDown, where like everyone says the same thing. Yeah, he came like he came out in that five hundred dollars shirt and like it just the glasses, it, the look, yeah. it was old school heel it, rock, man. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was awesome to see. And we don't heal this is where I'm going. We don't hear that type of heel work at all in the WWE anymore. And it was just really cool to see him. And I said this to you too, Tom, 
on the side. I think I side taxed you. I said, dude, this guy is the most profitable movie star. Like this guy is the number. He's a top three movie star in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Like this guy has everything to lose in terms of like credibility. Like, dude, like fans could turn on this guy. Just because I want to buy his products anymore. Yes, because he's doing this and it's insane. Like I can imagine that his agents are like, dude, are you nuts? You cannot go fully back into the WWE and become a heel and, and absolutely talk shit on every single fan that goes to see your movies that, that goes to buys your products. Like he's doing this. And then he, like, I don't know if you've seen, he just came out with the, with the commercial for his his energy drink for Zoe, and then he just went to Daytona 500 and said, "Gentlemen, start your engines!" Like this guy, he doesn't hide well. It's, no, it's, <laughs> it's like, all right, dude, you just were the biggest asshole in Salt Lake City on Friday night, and now you're, yeah, you're start your engines. Product. Yeah, I know. It's like. By the way, buy this energy drink. All natural. You're going to love it. It gives you that buzz without the jitters. Right. <laughs> it's like, and and then you just, just crushed an entire city for yeah. having 50 wives. And it's, it's cool because he is taking that risk. So that's why, in my opinion, like this is a long-term investment. Like he would not just do this just for, you know, just a, a quick pump. You know what I mean? Like this right. is something that, that, it's going to be long-term. It's going to be something that lasts for a little while. This isn't just going to WrestleMania and dying, but like the, the, the promo that he cuts, the, the, the things that we just listened to were just incredible. And I'm happy that, that this is the direction they decided to go in. Me too. And I love it. And like you said, he has this ability to, and what's really interesting is he goes right to that line, right up to the line of this is too far commercially. If you know what I mean? Like there's only so much you can do and get away with and say now, like back in the day, they could do a lot more, but now it's like, you got to toe this line. And he takes it right up to that line to where it's like, he's pushing the envelope. almost yeah. crossing the line, but he does it in a way that it's just, it's endearing. And it's like, you know, you, you love it. And that's part of the thing I want to talk about now is the heels nowadays. I'm I'm curious, as you saw in his promo, they started cheering for him. Yeah. They started chanting his name because they're like, because he's so good. At, he's so entertaining. He's so funny. He has that line of where people are like, oh, my gosh, he just like this is amazing. And he can do basically whatever he wants, and he does it to a point where he's still not crossing that line, but is right there and just entertaining everybody. And so are we going to get that full heel reaction? Like, I feel like the audience now is such a fickle audience with the WWE is now going to be like, oh, man, we love The Rock. Maybe it should be him. You know, maybe he should be main eventing. So he comes out, and it's almost like, He's got the look, and you're like, okay, what's going to go? And then he says, congratulations, 
for setting and breaking the attendance record and breaking the Rock's attendance record for seeing the largest gathering of trailer park trash he's ever seen in his life. And right there, I jumped up. I said, oh, my God, he's back. Yes, the, the heel rock. I'm naturally a fan of heels. And he just comes out and he just hits them and hits them. And the 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 weird thing I'm, I'm saying about that to me is how are people going to view this? Because he's not going to get booed out of the building, I don't think. And that's really, I mean, I feel like that's what you want is you want to be. Now, I think Roman will be catching more heat from this, but. I guess that's part of that long-term story that we're talking about is eventually they're going to split. When will it happen? Will it happen as quickly as WrestleMania? Is it going to happen after that and they fight next year? I don't know. Well, but I, I just, I feel like the rock has put himself in a good position to be with Roman now, and then eventually turn into the good guy. I think the object here for the rock and for the bloodline is to get as much heat as possible, right? Like that's that's the goal. And that's the right goal. You know, it you need to build this up to a level that is unprecedented, right? And I think that's the challenge that that is now going on with the rock because you're right, he is a heel and like he got a lot of heat, right? from the press conference and we're like, we're like, Oh man, like they probably didn't see that. Like he was going to get booed. Like then the Rocky sucks shit started and all that stuff. And then he's like, all right, well, like if they, if they actually did do this where they pivoted and they're like, all right, well rock, you got to go full heel now. And he goes full heel. And now everyone loves him. It's yeah. like, Oh shit. Now what do we do? So I, I just, it's, he's in a really tough spot. Um, can I talk I about that real quickly, though, that spot? It's almost like maybe he should have stayed with the storyline of I, it's my spot. I should be there. I'm going to give all and like put that big smile on his face. I'm going to give everyone what they want. It's me versus Roman at Mania. I'm going to make this happen and kind of like almost like when Kurt Angle first came in and he was like, I'm an Olympic hero and everybody, you know, I do all the right thing, integrity, intensity, intelligence. And people were just like, oh, we don't want this cookie. Like, I feel like that's how he would get real heat. When he turns into the heel, he becomes likable. So like you were saying, kind of a, a, a tough spot now for the fan because they love seeing heel Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. I Sorry it, to cut you off there. No, no, you're you're spot on, dude. I I think that we're both like touching on the same things, and I know a lot of people have uh, have said the same thing because it's it's natural and it's so easy to see for everybody, right? They're like, God damn it! Like, um, I think the the really like the 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 big thing that everyone's trying to figure out is whether or not they did pivot or whether this was the plan all along. And again, we're gonna find out ten years later at like you know, on beyond the mat or whatever episode that is of what actually really happened. But this is the story that we, we are given now and we have to evaluate it based on what we say. Yeah. Um, last and, uh, week to those people out there, Timmy, that would, you know, whether or not it was it a pivot and we find out later, that'll be really cool. And like you said, those behind the scenes, but if the question is, 
did they pivot or not? I, you know, if you're going to ask, did they pivot? Or not, it doesn't matter if they pivoted or not. <laughs> it doesn't matter now. We've well, got the story. It doesn't matter if they pivoted or not. And we we have been as of right now, this show we we have been on board with everything that they've look. We've been critical of some things, but listen, Tom, what we get is what we get. You know what I mean? Like we can't change those storylines, and we're not going to pretend to do so. But like, this is what we get, and this is what we have to deal with. And not saying deal in a bad way, but like. Like most of the stuff that I've seen over the course of the last eight to 10 months has been really good and it's been really good writing. And I, I mean, we've been critical of certain things and um, I'm not going to identify all those now, but like, this is a, this is, this is good. Everything that we're seeing right now is, is good to great. The Cody storyline the the rock storyline the bloodline storyline and we're going to touch on that later because we got a lot more from the bloodline over the, the like at raw and even in smackdown too as well like this is all building very nicely and there's going to be a major crescendo and it's going to be in a heart of philadelphia and we're going to fucking be there to watch it and it's going to be epic yeah and we're super excited now so now let's get into like some of the things that were done in that promo, a lot of things, and this is what the wrestling fan does. We're all looking for the Easter egg. We're all looking for that that nugget of information. And sometimes when we do that, we it's like, are we seeing something? Is this something? Or is this something I'm making up in my head that is going on? And when we refer to the promo, particularly when he says, you know, that the fans have, have flushed this down the toilet. And then he goes and he says, you're Cody Rhodes. And then he points at Roman and says, you're a loser. You're always going to be, a, and you're going to lose at WrestleMania. And then he looks back at the camera and then he says, your story is ending. And he points at Roman again. And then he says, our story is just beginning. And, is that a tell? Is that something where, you know, the storyline could be but at even, WrestleMania, The Rock helps Cody win the championship, and this was all a setup by Cody and The Rock to to win the championship. And at the end, too, when they're holding up the finger, The Rock has an L and not the finger. Are, are we? Are these things that are just? Yeah. They just happen in the promo and we're dissecting it too much, or is it, you know, part of the story? Is this part of the clues? Everything has it's, meaning. It's part of fandom. And uh you know, and that's that's what's fun. That's like the fun part about it is that yeah, you see things online. And the HJB is like exceptional at doing this because he gets on Twitter and he scours the internet and he finds things and he sends it to us and um yeah, we we have our sometimes we don't respond, sometimes we get involved in what we see out there. Uh it's just it's part of being a fan. But like before even all that stuff happened, we get the Roman Reigns thing where he says, like, y'all haven't been paying attention. You know, you better listen to what we're saying. Like, there's meaning to what we say, right? Like, so when you drop something like that, right, and you have wrestling fans who are just absolutely fanatics, 
they're going to look into everything that they do. They say, they speak, right? Like, like you were, dude, you were researching Dusty Rhodes promos from 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Further than that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what people do. Like, I'm not that fanatical about it, but I mean, I, I, I will certainly entertain the conversation if it does pop up again. Um, it 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 is cool though because th- this is what the wrestling world is, and from getting from where I was, being just kind of like a casual fan, looking at it from the outside in, being a fan like when I was in high school, to now like really seeing everything that 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 comes with it it's it's intense like and these fans really dive deep into it and um you know for example like dude we've brought this up in the past like the cm punk trail that you know we kept on bringing up we kept on saying like hey like they just did the cm punk you know finale like the the finishing move like shinsuke was doing that stuff remember like we kept on pointing that out like like we're seeing like these little easter eggs like it could CM Punk show up and sure enough, he shows up like um, they did the same thing with Bray Wyatt a couple years ago where there was these little, you know, these little nuggets, these little trails. There was things going on in their social media. You're like, is this really happening? Is this going on? And even when the rock, you know, is the rock going to be around? Is he not coming? Like, you know, yeah. it's always been stuff like that. And it's really cool to see. And so, I guess it's just important stuff to note to to have in your in your memory of when things do eventually play out. You can look back and say, "Aha, this was something," or "Oh, that was nothing." You know, we just you know it is what it is. So yeah, we tend to we tend to forget about the stuff that we note, right? So um, it would be cool, really, to to see how this whole thing plays out, and if if like this the stuff that does happen, like they do say and. Uh, it does come to fruition like that. That's really what I think you have to follow, because if if this is the the way that the WWE is going to be moving forward, you're going to you're going to be able to kind of figure it out. You'll see like kind of like that pattern. Right. Right. Because it's the same guy really in charge of creative. Right. Like there's the same guys that are so that like what works. Usually you stick with. So, I mean, we might see that repetitive pattern happen over and over and over again. So history yeah. has, a, has a tendency to repeat itself, Tom. Yeah. And I'm curious. And so now I would say what I would like to happen as far as right now, I'm hoping that the Rock Roman storyline is just getting started as far as their kind of faction being together. I'm hoping it doesn't end at WrestleMania and, you know, they somehow stick together and then their faction ends up breaking up maybe later next year or or later in the year, early next year. And then that leads to Roman and rock at mania. I just feel like you can then have the belt off of Roman. The problem is how much time do you have with the rock? I mean, right. he's what, 51? And, you know, how many more matches can he have where, you know, he doesn't get seriously injured? You know, you get older and next thing you know, you got a torn this or torn that or whatever. And I'm just, 
I that's how I would like it to play out. Time what will is, tell, but Tom, I would what, like him to help Roman win at Mania, I think. Let me ask you one question. All right. And I, I already have my answer. What did so what did you expect from the Rock's involvement with like this whole bloodline thing? And are you happy with where it's at? I'm happy with where it's at right now. I really am happy with where it's at. I expected, you know, expect, I, I guess it's not maybe expected, but hoped. I thought that we would be getting Roman Rock at Mania, but we always said the problem was Roman has the title. If Roman has the title, you know who's going to win. Even without the title, I feel like Roman still wins, but it's it's something that, like, we we were playing it out from back in SummerSlam and then Survivor Series and then the Rumble. And, and as far as him losing the title prior to Mania, that time passed. And it seems like they want to go after Hogan's record. So either way, I'm happy with where they're at right now. And I want him, I want their story to, to slow burn on that breakup. Let it be a while from now so that it means so much more when it does happen. I don't want it to just end at mania. And that means the rocks involvement. He doesn't have to be here full time, but you know, so I, th- I, 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 I'll give you my answer. I think that right now I thought the rock was going to be a fringe guy. I thought he was going to be in and out. So from when we get the promo where he says, should I sit at the head of the table to where we're at right now? I think the biggest significant moment of this whole thing happened on Friday night where he is part of the bloodline. That I think is the biggest thing for, for this whole, this whole movement, whatever it is, wherever it's heading for him to be included in the bloodline as, you know, a member is pretty significant. Absolutely. It's huge. And the aesthetic, the look of it is the most dominant faction. I mean, you have two of the greatest one, a guy that's widely considered on the Mount Rushmore with Roman Reigns. Who knows where he'll be at the end of his career, but multiple WrestleMania main events, mega stardom with The Rock. Roman is a star, the guy in WWE. I mean, Man, it's just that's why I think I want it to last longer. <laughs> so it's not like this quick thing. And it'll be great for us because we're going to be, it's our WrestleMania. So if we want some major story and some huge thing to happen, I mean, I can't complain about The Rock helping Cody win at WrestleMania. That would be awesome. You know what I mean? But as a fan that's going to be there after WrestleMania, I, I just, I don't know. I like the long build and it just makes that boom, that, that final. Well, there's not a, there hasn't been a longer build than than Cody's story, so just get longer. <laughs> I know, but I really feel like they want Roman to break Hogan's record. You know, I don't know. We'll see, but uh, super exciting stuff, and I love where we're at right now. And you know, I guess I should just trust them because if I love where it's at now, and I've loved what's been going on in the past, you know, they seem to be doing things correctly all right let's get to the match from monday night the big match the main event of monday night raw and that is 
Jay Uso versus Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. Timmy, this match, man, when people say the wrestling is fake, I feel like they should get a chop from Gunther right away. That's a trigger word for the fan. It's wrestling's fake. It's not fake. It's scripted. We get it. We're fans. We realize what's going on. But that match from the jump, and I think it was because they were limited on time, was hard-hitting, brutal, just like Gunther's matches always are, but they jumped right into it. It was awesome. Um, Dude, it was one of the more brutal matches I've ever seen on Raw. Um, After that match, I said, I said to you and the HJB, I said, dude, I, I mean, he, Jay Uso took an absolute beating. It was, it was at point, some points like hard to watch, dude. Like he was just getting d- dismantled and, and the chops are really what, what does it. And Guther just delivers. it just so differently, man. I don't know what it is about him, but he just, it's just so much more. Look, him, we, we've said this before, him and Seamus and Drew, their chops are just more just intense and more brutal than anyone else's on the roster. Um, I know Ric Flair is the, you know, the originator or he gets credit for the chop. I mean, dude, what Ric Flair does has no comparison to what these three individuals do. They destroy people. And um God, dude, you you thought that Jay Uso was gonna pull that thing out. Um the match had that feel to it, didn't it, Tom? Like where yeah where we're like, dude, we're like there was so many and we predicted this, you know, just on our text line. We're like, dude, this is gonna be like there's gonna be a lot of near falls, a lot of False finishes, and we got all those. Um, my God, but we did not, we did not see what was happening, what happened at the end. That um, was great too. Like the not seeing that happening, you know what I mean? It was something different, which I love when they do something different, and it's like, okay, here's here's the swerve. You know, there could be a swerve coming, and it's done in a unique new kind of way and i love that another thing there was many different variables that thought that maybe this is the moment there was a lot of people there as far as you know investments tko was there netflix was there ufc fighters were there bull riders were there the whole company was at this show the new company and And you thought maybe they want to give them this magical moment to say hey this is what you bought you know but that was that was really cool that they kept on showing that. Um, yeah, they kept on showing that like these people were ringside. They like they identified them and um look, obviously it's a plug and all that stuff, but like still like it matters to the audience. Like yeah, because because we see that and we're like, dude, this is a big fucking show. Like there's like this is gonna be major. And I it might have been the best the best role. Um, maybe in the in since I started watching, I, I don't know. I mean, we've we've said that a couple times because Raw has been really good, but like I was upset because the first in the first ninety minutes, I I said, dude, there's only been two matches in the first ninety minutes. In the first 
The first match was Cody and Drew, which was excellent. Um, and then it was the women's battle royal, and we got some stuff like in between, but like I was just like, dude, like this sucks kind of because like it was I wanted more, you know. Yeah. Well, let's talk but, about the Cody and uh Drew match. Like you said, excellent. Two of the two of the best in the world. Hold on, hold right on, now. hold on. Yeah. Before we go there, are we done with Jane Gunther? No, we're gonna get to that because we're going to talk about the end. So the match was incredible. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. Cody versus, versus Drew. And then we come to the end of the match. Cody's setting everything up. It looks like he's going to be getting his finisher on Drew. Boom. Out comes the bloodline. And here comes Jimmy Uso. And here comes Solo. And they start attacking Cody. And and being the goons and the henchmen for Roman and, and The Rock now. And they come and they take out Cody. He gets the Samoan spike to the to the throat, nailed down. Drew gets up, sees he sees that. Oh man, this has worked out to my advantage. Claymore kick one two three. The first wrestler or the second wrestler to pin Cody Rhodes since he's been back yeah. in the WWE, and uh, which is very significant. We've talked about Drew's contract coming up and how it's coming to an end. There's been a little extension on that contract for Drew. And it's just a big moment. The bloodline interferes. Drew wins. Also adding to that story of his, I feel, adding to that story of his, he needs help to win. He doesn't win the big one by himself. He's realizing, I need help. If I get the help, I can win. I can get that championship that I want. So the bloodline leaves. Pierce comes on and sees Cody. Cody, are you all right? Are you okay? We've kicked them out of the building. They're out of this building. They're gone. So me, I'm like, okay. They kicked them out of the building, which is another thought in my head that set me up for the Gunther J match, which is great storytelling on WWE's part because I'm like, all right. Well, the bloodline's kicked out of the building, so they can't interfere in that match. You know, that's initially what I thought. Maybe they're kicked out, and they won't come back in and interfere. Any more on the on the Drew uh, Cody match? You want to say, Tim? the The Drew Cody match I thought was, um, dude, it, like it it had that ple feeling to it. I mean, these two guys are just monsters in the business right now right like you got arguably one of the best faces in the company probably the best face in the company and a guy that's really starting to work well as one of the best heels in the company and their their story is is not like you know they don't parallel each other or anything like that but like they're 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 obviously mixing here um the one big takeaway for me, okay, is the interference. And the reason why I say that is because it is a carbon copy of how Cody loses at WrestleMania 39. Solo comes in, right? If you remember at Spikes WrestleMania him. 39, yeah, Cody's going for his third um Cross cutter or or Cody cutter, Cody right? Cutter and crossroads. Crossroads. I'm sorry. And then and he goes in the corner and 
Boom. And this one was against the ropes. Yeah, very similar. So I think what they're trying to do there is kind of refresh everyone's memory, right? Yeah. Like that's a refresher. It's like, hey, like this is exactly how it went down, right? And it has I don't think that has anything to do with Drew, but it, I think it puts that reasonable doubt in your mind about, hey, like Cody versus Roman, like could this happen again uh, in a month's time? Um, I think that that's a subtle kind of like plant um, on the WWE side. I think that's a nice little little thing that they 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 pulled off there. Um, the match in itself, I think, was great, um, but it worked well for Drew because Drew gets his W over one of the biggest stars in the WWE. And I said to you this too: if you watched that match, Drew thanks Cody. You could see it when he goes for the pin. He tucks his head near Cody's. And it, yeah, usually wrestlers, when they're going over or when you know they they get a W that they're not supposed to, they thank the other wrestler. And it looked like it's a situation there. Not saying that like like Drew needs to thank Cody, but Cody is is the the moneymaker right now. He is the guy. And he's everyone the knows he's the, and everyone he's the ultimate that. baby face right now. And for that's the the only second loss like he's like we, you just identified. He took that elbow. Second pin. Second pin. <laughs> he took that elbow for Drew. Um, and obviously there's other mitigating factors that came with it. But I think it's impressive. It adds to his resume. It adds to Drew's character for him to get that win over Cody. So I I think that it does obviously it does way more for Drew than it does for Cody. Cody's going to stay where he's at. He's going to be red hot. But like adding this this win to Drew, I think it it makes him even more credible and it adds to his character. It adds to his heel turn. It's it's really good. It's really good the way that they 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 built that up. Yep. And so like we mentioned, Pierce says that the Usos had been kicked out of the building. We get to the end of the Gunther J match. You think Jay's got a locked in spear, 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 spear. He gets him in the ring. He does the Usos splash. Boom. One, two. Ding, 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 ding. The bell kept ringing. Everyone stops, looks over. A hooded man is there. He pulls the hood back. Jimmy Uso. I mean, Oh, it was the was, ice cream truck. It was. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was one of the better, you know, things they've done for it's Jimmy. Great work. It's a great work, dude. It is a great work. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it because it's so it's another thing that comes out of the blue. Like it's not expected at all because you already identified, hey, like these guys are out of the building. Right. So you're thinking you're going to get a clean main event. And that's what I thought too. I'm like, dude, this is going to be excellent. Um, and there's a lot of fever behind it, right? Like that that crowd in Anaheim was just abs dude, they were on fire. Uh they and they were hot like right away with that match. I do feel like and I think it was because of the arc of the show, there were some lulls in it. Like you said, there's only two matches in the first hour and a half. And they woke right back up when they needed to, and they were fully invested, and it was it was hot. 
Yeah, it was extremely hot. Um, and it, dude, like Gunther delivers every goddamn time. Like the dude doesn't miss a beat. I mean, I said, I think last week he had that match that he he just seemed a little off on. Um, but he comes back with a vengeance this week. Uh, but like the Jimmy Uso ringing the bell, uh, yeah, it, it's clearly a setup for WrestleMania with with Jimmy. And we were talking about like how the hell do they get on the same show, right? Right, like that was like the the thing. Like we we talked about it. Like hey, I I said that I see Jimmy and Jay at WrestleMania from what we saw at Rumble. I'm like, this has got to happen. Like the crowd reaction from that would alone would speak to. This is a this is a WrestleMania match that needs oh, to take place. The emotion behind it, yeah. And I think we're going to get a little bit more storyline to that and add to it. But um, man, it was it was cool to see that dynamic. The, you got the brother dynamic. You got like the tag team dynamic. The bloodline dynamic. Like, there's so many storylines that are wrapped up in this, right? Like, who traded against who? Like, if you look, if you think about it, like Jimmy's the one that really kind of turned against the bloodline. He's the one that super kicked Roman you know, first. Roman first, and um, that's why we were critical of the the Jimmy being the one to turn on Jay. Yeah. You know, when it happened at. at at SummerSlam, we were like, what? You know, this is kind of just, it seemed like it was done. But now that you've gotten past that and you realize, okay, there was a major betrayal, whether or not it added up with the storyline or not, it's really developed. And they've done a great job again of putting, planting those seeds, putting that in. Remember, there was the face off like months ago on SmackDown where Cody and Roman and Jimmy and Jay and they were staring at each other. And then obviously Rumble, and now this. So how do we get them further? On? Does you think we get a retaliation from Jay on SmackDown coming up, or yeah, maybe not this one, but in a week or so? Well, there's no shot that that's going to happen since like Jimmy is a SmackDown wrestler and Jay is a Raw wrestler, so there's no way that they're going to be able it's impossible. to impossible, yeah. impossibility. So there's not a shot and. In- if you guys know the show, you know that we figure out ways to get these superstars together. We're weird. <laughs> so do you think Jay will now, like, are you expecting a retaliation from maybe they form a mini shield where they got Seth, Cody, Jay, and they go and, and try to take out. It's a good idea. Line? It's a good idea. Um, dude, I, I really, because they have to interact more. If you're going to have it be a mania match, there has to be a couple more interactions before you can book this match. Sure, sure. I'm thinking more so on the on the Cody side. Like, like we're still getting the Seth Rollins stuff. Like where Seth is in the back and he taps like Cody on the, and he's like, "Yep, yeah, I, yeah, I should have had you there, right?" Like that type of deal. Um, I think that we're going to get more star power. I don't know in what way, shape, or form. I don't think it's anyone on the roster. Um, I'm not. Nah, I don't know if it's Cena. I mean, there's a lot of lot of chatter on like, uh, you know, Tom just gave me the Cena thing. And for those, maybe we just can't there. see him. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he was there. <laughs> we just didn't see him. It would be. Um, I mean, look, we we talked about Gold Dust coming back, but like, I don't think that's like 
a major impact. His right? contract's like, not up before Mania. It's yeah. he's with so, AEW till I think SummerSlam. So yeah. there's got to be somebody out there that they're gonna bring in, right? Like that that is meaningful, right? Like that because because the bloodline has everyone that they have, right? And you need to match. You got to match guy for guy, in my opinion. That's the way I think it's going to work out where, like, hey, The Rock is going to be there. You need somebody as big as The Rock in your corner. I don't know how they do it. I'm not going to say it's, like, Stone Cold or anybody like that. Like, oh, but, my God. That but, would be like, epic. Yeah. I, it's got to be somebody that's meaningful, that that has meaning to Cody Rhodes, I don't know who that you could probably dig, Tom, and you could probably find a connection some way, shape, or oh, form. Randy Orton. Yeah. Um, but he's expected to probably be in the main event, right? Yeah. On night one. Well, you think so, it's gonna okay, we're gonna get to the elimination predictions soon, but yeah, I, I, I just don't I just don't know um how it's gonna work out, but I I do think that you got to go guy for guy. It's almost going to be like a lumberjack match where you got, you know, three guys and Heyman. Like you got Jimmy, you got Solo, you got The Rock, and it's going to be Roman in the ring. You need to match guy for guy. You can't just show up with like Seth Rollins. If Seth Rollins is the guy that's going to be in his corner, you're going to need a couple more guys with you. So whether that be Jey Uso, that would be cool to see him, you know, out there after oh. he. You know who? Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn has got major history with the bloodline, and he's definitely someone that can come over. And I don't know if where his storyline is headed over there. I know he's been with Logan Paul, but KO's over there. And I'll be KO has a problem. I think you need a legend, though. Like, they they got the rock. I think you need a legend. Stone Cold, Cena, Orton. You know, I mean, Orton's there, so he seems easy, but. I don't know who else they could they could bring back that well, would have like a that's well. that star power would be insane. Imagine imagine this, right? It like like let's just hypothetically yeah as we do things on this show. Imagine if they come out with three guys, right? Rock, Jimmy, Solo, right? Roman's in the ring, and Cody comes out with you know so it's. It's Sami Zayn, it's Jey Uso, and it's it's Cody in the ring, and everyone's down, right? The Rock is is ready oh to God. ready to drop the people's elbow, and then boom, the glass hits, and Stone Cold comes out, and it's a face to face Stone Cold burst of Rock in the ring over Cody, and. They like, just dude, start duking it out, and next thing yeah. you know, it's a melee, and everyone yeah. and then Cody and Rock and Roman are now fighting. Yeah, he hits the 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 yeah Cody cutter, and then right to the crossroads. One, two, three. Yeah, Romeo Steve Watt, dude. If the fucking glass shatters at WrestleMania, and he comes, like we're gonna lose our minds. Well, that's the last time that they faced off. Right? Was. WrestleMania 15, right? Or no, 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 no. they faced off well, at sev- a- 17 as well. But that was the last time it was in Philadelphia. Rock was a heel. I don't think he was the heel in 17. They were both faces at that point. That was with that My Way uh, 
promo video, the the Limp Biscuit song, which is like one of the best videos of all time. They always refer to that. Oh, dude, it's good to dream. But a lot going on. We're going to leave it up to you, the fan out there, to try to figure it out. That's why we love talking about it and going through. So let's keep going, and we're going to get to now the PLE for this weekend. And a lot is going on this weekend, a lot of things to be decided. We, we seem to have what I can see is two matches set up already. You've got for, for WrestleMania, Bailey versus Io Sky, Roman versus Cody. Is, is supposed to be happening. The winner of the men's elimination chamber should face Seth Rollins. The women of the women's elimination chamber will face either Mommy or Nia Jax, whoever wins that match. We're now saying it seems like a good possibility you get the two Uso brothers fighting each other, Jimmy versus Jay. Gunther's going to need a match. The card's starting to develop. Let's get to... We're going to start with the women's elimination chamber. Um... Timmy, both of these chamber matches, men's and women's, are star-studded. You don't have that marquee championship match for Elimination Chamber, so they loaded up these chambers with the best that they have to offer in both divisions, non-champ. So you got, and I'm going to try to run through them because now I'm gonna, you got Raquel Rodriguez, you've got what's her, Naomi, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, the man, Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, Tiff, uh, Tiffany Stratton, the Tiff girl Stratton. from NXT. So who do you have winning this elimination chamber and facing the winner of Nia Jax versus Rhea Ripley? All right. So it's tough to it's tough to go against Becky Lynch because she's such a draw. But you have another person that's like even a bigger draw right now, which is Bianca Belair. Um, they're both insanely talented, in my opinion. I think they both do well in these big matches. Um, in my opinion, I think I, in my opinion, I think that Becky Lynch wins this only because I feel as if. They're going to do a Jade Cargill, Bianca Belair build. I think that's the match that they want to happen. Um, I don't know when it takes place. I don't know if it happens at, I mean, maybe, maybe we get an interference by Jade in the elimination chamber where she costs Bianca, yeah, the title or like Uh. a, a pinfall. And then we get the match at WrestleMania because I think she's just too talented not to put on the WrestleMania card. So I think you get Becky Lynch gets the dub. She goes on to WrestleMania to wrestle, um, well, either Nia Jax or or Mommy. I think it's going to be Mommy. but um, And then you get a women's match between Bianca Belair and, and, and Jade. Yeah, so... They also they teased that at the Rumble where they both had the uh, the presses mm-hmm. going with the wrestlers. So another one that we were referencing with the Rumble tease there too. So I I agree. I think Becky Lynch ends up winning this Elimination Chamber, and you have that marquee main event match: Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch, two of the best women in the. WWE going at it for a championship match. That is 
as top up as you can get in the WWE. Those it's hard two, for you to say, isn't it? I didn't love Becky's. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't. Whatever. She's a great character. There's no denying that. She obviously has some drawing power. She obviously has some stroke in the WWE. But I would hope that Mommy would win at WrestleMania and beat Becky Lynch. I'm praying that that's what happens. So if that ends up being the match, I mean, Raquel Rodriguez, her and Mommy have had a history of uh, some good matches, especially in NXT. Eh, I don't see that happening. Tiffany Stratton, she's an up-and-comer. Too new. Very, very good, but too new to win it. I feel like those are probably like the first couple that are eliminated. Um, You got Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan has an interesting story. She is someone that you could have. She mentioned it on, on Raw. I don't think her mic skills are to the level of Becky Lynch or Mommy or Bianca right now. She comes off like she's trying, but she's just not nailing it yet. She's got a great look, super hot, and she's good in ring. She's a little wild. She's been injury prone, but she has a story with Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley eliminated her last year, the last two in the Royal Rumble. She obviously injured Liv Morgan as well, as was mentioned on Monday Night Raw. So they have an interesting story. So Liv Morgan, then Bianca Belair, and and Becky Lynch, I feel like are your your three front runners. But, Did I name everyone else? Naomi, I don't feel like Naomi just came back. I think they're gonna give her some time to build herself up. But I would say, speaking of building themselves up, and uh, I mentioned this to you, and we've had a conversation about this in the past. I mean, what they've done, and we're we're saying that mommy's gonna win. Um, in Perth at the Elimination Chamber over Nia Jax. We're just saying that as an afterthought, but like what Nia Jax has been able to do to rebuild her her character, her reputation, like everything that that they've done creatively to, to put her in the position she's in right now is exceptional. I think they've done that. I think they they need a little round of applause, some some kudos for for what they've done with Nia Jax. Yeah, they've built her up, and she's done a great job, and she looks strong. She looks like a, a real force out there in the ring, and they've made her they've they've put her over. I mean, she looks great, and this I'm looking forward to this match with her and Rhea Ripley at, yeah. at Elimination Chamber. So I'm excited for that match, and like you said, Timmy, she's she's been on a great trajectory. Just going up and 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 looks very strong. And WWE's done a great job with Nia Jackson. You know, we'll see what happens at Chamber, but I'm with you. I still feel like mommy wins. Her momentum's too hot. She's too over. She's the best women's wrestler they got right now. And, you know, I don't feel like you take that belt off of her there. And I I still don't think you take it off at um WrestleMania. It would be interesting to have the Jade Cargill versus Bianca Belair match. And if you're bringing in Jade Cargill and you're going to make her a star and you put her over Bianca Belair at WrestleMania, it's like, whoa. Like, then you have another main event WrestleMania caliber wrestler with uh, Jade Cargill. All right. So we got 
we build up Naya. We have we both have mommy winning. We both think Becky Lynch wins the elimination chamber. I love the idea of the interference with Jay Cargill to to eliminate um Bianca Belair. The tag match. Now we've got the uh strong style, the English strong style, gents versus the judgment day now. As much as we've given WWE credit for how they've built up Nia Jax and a lot of things in WWE. Man, the the tag the tag team division is just lost. I it's not even lost. I I don't think it's lost. I think it's I think it's in a great spot. I just don't understand where they're going with it. Their story, if, I guess I should say. I have no yeah. interest in really either of these two tag teams holding the yeah. belt. There's yeah. no like weight there at all. Like this is the only thing right now that's just like such a mess. Like is is the WWE tag team division. It's like why we thought DIY would have won that match. And I, I felt like that would have been a start to something that um, was meaningful because DIY um, they have a lot of history, right? Like these aren't like two guys that are just thrown, thrown together. They have a history in NXT. They've been tag team champions down there. Um, It just was weird. Like, that they threw these two guys together. And I, I I hate, honestly, I hate their style of wrestling. I hate that. Like, right. it's not my preference. Um, I, I think you need, I think you need guys that are legitimate tag teams, like guys like, uh, um, Creed who, brothers, the, the Creed brothers, like this would be like a perfect opportunity for them to really like, to start their their journey, really, like that's where everyone starts, like New Day, um, uh, and and even the Usos, right? Like these guys started young. Like, why not give them an opportunity to run with the tag team belts? Like Street it, Profits, AOP. You could even throw in Alpha Academy there if you're not going to do anything with Gable. And shoot, should we? Have to, well, maybe we'll, we will, but maybe maybe give them the tag belts and have you know like something like. Yeah, it just it just seems like a misstep here with uh where they're going. Um I I I can't make sense of it. I have no explanation for it. I can't even talk anymore on it, Tom, because it, it bothers me. Because like this is the only match at Elimination Chamber that I don't even want to see. I don't even care about, really. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like the match, I'd imagine it's what's gonna start the show. And well, maybe they'll start with they'll probably actually start with the uh with the chamber. I'm assuming actually they'll start with the women's chamber, then go to this match, men's chamber, and then mommy at the end. But uh I think it'll deliver. I think it'll be a good match. It's just that it's only the match. You know what I mean? There's no story here. There's no built like oh man i can't right. wait to see these guys go against each other for this and that there's been they, this tag team's been thrown together and it's you know if they if they took the belts off of the uh well, off of the judgment day i would be like okay whatever you know hopefully people, they lose them then soon and it goes to aop or something people would say people would say well like no there is a story it's uh yeah like the you weren't invested in the, the whole pete dunn thing and it's like eh. No, no, like I've never just... really liked Pete Dunn to be honest. Like you said, that style just doesn't do the finger stuff and like whatever, man. Just like 
I don't know. It, it, I think his his look is weird. The one's wearing like a weird thing with a weird haircut. The other one's wearing tidy whities you know, and it's like, what's going on here? You know? Yeah. And they're yeah, impressive he... athletes. I'm not saying that, but I don't know. <laughs> Just not our preference. Not our preference. So who do you have winning that match, Timmy? DIY. Nah, I, I, I'm going to say that the, the Judgment Day retains and, uh, you know, I I would love for them not to, to be honest. I think you just. I would love. I, this is what I would love to say. I would love to see that Judgment Day retains and then they lose the tag team titles to R-Truth and The Miz on Monday Night Raw. I would love to see that. Ew. I like that. There's and something then, there. And, and then, like, look, again, the. It's not going to be like a long-term thing. I think that the Miz, well, again, this is again speculation. I hate doing this shit, but why? That's what we're doing here. Give me, give me that right. Have them win that. Give our truth some credibility, right? And then let them lose to the Cree brothers the following week, and then the Cree brothers go on a run, right? Like that's mm-hmm. what I want to see. I want something substantial, and then I would love to see the Cree brothers against. You know, the uh, AO, AOP. Like I, yeah. Like well, I would see, love to... I, I feel like that's where I kind of want Judgment Day to lose so that then those titles will go to SmackDown and AOP takes them out and destroys them and wins the titles. And then maybe after Mania, you have the Creed Brothers then joined on the same side as AOP and you get the chase of the Creed brothers going after AOP and trying to take the titles off them. You know what I mean? Like if, if Creed brothers beat Miz and our truth, it's like you got two faces, you know, it's not really a big payoff. Like I, I'd like the Creed brothers to take it off a heel, you know, like, I don't yeah. know, but if you're putting the, the belts on the Creed brothers, I'm not really going to complain about it, I guess. No. All right. So let's get to the final match we're going to talk about tonight and that's the men's elimination chamber star studded la Knight, randy orton you got uh bobby lashley you got drew mcintyre logan paul logan paul kevin owens and it's just as stacked as you can get without having anyone with a title in there like a like the heavyweight championship in there so a lot of a lot of different ways this match can go who do you got winning it what do you see happening in this uh in this match I think the whole world has Randy Orton winning this thing. I see L.A. Knight winning this. Whoa. L.A. Knight, huh? I see see him finally breaking through, and I see him pulling this off, and I see him getting to WrestleMania. Like, he's just too big right now. Um, I, I just see it that he's been there he's been close he's i just i don't know i just have this weird feeling that they're gonna push him right now and he's been excellent he's delivered he's delivered he deserves it he's 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 not missed a beat even though he's not been getting that like main time right yeah and like look randy orton would be great but like dude L.A. Knight is a draw, dude. He is a big draw right now. And we all thought that at some point, 
at some point, he's going to be LA Knight. His stardom is going to be tested. Is he going to last? Is he going to be a flash in the pan? And he has sustainability, dude. And he's, dude, he is legit. And uh, I think I think they're going to reward him with a nice little little WrestleMania match, um, dude. Main event night one would be epic for him. It would be huge. Um, look, Logan Paul, he's done it. He's already main evented a, a WrestleMania. Uh, Randy Orton has already done it. Uh, KO has done it in the tag team match, right? Like all these guys have done, have done a main event. I think it's LA night's time. I think he's Logan Paul. A... Yeah. He didn't main event at WrestleMania. Oh, not WrestleMania. I'm sorry. Uh, he, he Crown made Jewel. A, uh, a main of a, a PLA with Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um, so did uh, so did LA. Yeah. So I think I think he's got an opportunity to to, to do this thing. I really do. I love that. I I wouldn't be un- upset with that. That would be that. Then you get two baby faces against each other. I mean, I feel like this chamber kind of sets up the match between Logan Paul and L.A. Knight. Maybe you get a possibility of them going at it a little bit. There's a little bit of foul play there. Maybe he uses the knuckles on L.A. Knight, and you set up the U.S. United States Championship match at WrestleMania between L.A. Knight and Logan Paul. One way or another, I feel like L.A. Knight is gonna has to be in WrestleMania. He has to have oh, sure. It has to be a belt a belt opportunity for him. Yeah, um, yeah. I just I just think he's been so good. Um, that he deserves a shot. Amen. I agree with you. Um, I would be totally happy with that if if something like that were to happen. The the two front runners to me, and it's funny because it's like I just pass over Kevin Owens. Like I don't I don't feel like, and this is that's not a knock at Kevin Owens, but I just I don't feel like he's the one that is going he's to a, be facing. So here, like, can I? Well, yeah, yeah. Bef- go ahead. Before you, like Kevin Owens is a absolute workhorse, and I feel like. The reason why we say like you're about to say what you're saying is because you know he's going to be there regardless. Like you know that he's going to be in that championship like contender match all the time. There's not a there's not a a single moment where like you don't think of KO as an like a guy that's that's not worthy of of a championship fight. So I think that we pass him over. Because we know he's always going to be there. Like, oh, it's not his time because, you know, of whatever. He's just that good, you know? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make any sense at all? No, it totally does. I would say that it's it's not also part of me thinks he's main evented the last two WrestleManias. You know, one in a tag match, one against Stone Cold Steve Austin. And it's like... I just don't see the storyline with him and Seth right now. It just hasn't, you know, they just haven't had that storyline at all. You could totally have Randy Orton because there's history there. There's a an epic WrestleMania match with them from WrestleMania 31, and there's the, the like RK, RKO that, you know, you've probably seen the highlights out there listening where Seth goes for the stomp and Randy just – kind of pushes him up and it's an incredible one of his best RKO ever 
and there's history there with them and the authority and all that other stuff. So you you get the aesthetic, Seth Rollins, Randy Orton. That's main event, any PLE, any time of the year. So there's an obvious choice. Like you said, everyone in the world could pick that. I'm leaning towards Drew McIntyre. I think the story's there, and it's just he finds a way. He He gets, you know, maybe there's some interference again, and it's like, he capitalizes and he gets his shot again at Mania, and it's him versus Seth at WrestleMania for the for the title. But it's it's to me, it's got to be Randy or, or Drew. I feel like those are the two. Yeah, I mean, Drew is the easy choice. Uh, I mean, he's his storyline is building so well, uh, so it should be probably him. I just in LA night, I, I hope that like he eventually gets his shot and and has an opportunity to really like carry a belt for maybe uh, I'm not saying it's going to be sustained for a long period of time, but I, I would hope that like they give him an opportunity to try to carry the torch for one of these belts. Um, Tom, I know we're running out of time here, but I need, I need to talk about Todd, the builder, Todd, the builder, the, the save Ivar. So are we, we're done with the men's chamber match then? I think, what about Logan Paul winning it? No. What if you got Logan Paul, the social media megastar, and you got a heel going for the two belts on the line? Boom, boom. Not happening. Not happening. I think that's a little too much to to bite off for for Logan Logan Paul right now. I think he's he's they good. Fought last it. year too, Logan and Seth. I like what he's doing right now with with his material and what he's what he's going with and like he's got the whole brass knuckle or the uh yeah brass knuckle thing yeah. and um i bet you have, that's in play there's some brass knuckles i'm sure going to be involved in like you said match. he's gonna ha- he's gonna have a match at wrestlemania like oh, there's yeah. two there's two nights it's just gotta you gotta figure out who it's gonna be it's probably gonna come from this fallout of elimination chamber if it's la night that'd be great and they can build that and then you know, it could be like a whole hey US US champion thing and that'd be nice. Um, but yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. All right. So let's get to the final topic of the night and a cause that Tim you've taken up valiantly and kudos to you. You you you've started this revolution that's sweeping all of social media, the save ivar revolution hashtag save ivar can you expand on that a little bit tim let the audience know out there what we're talking about save ivar what do you mean he's a vicious viking what does he need saving from tom um we both know it's not just my cause it's your cause too it's our cause yes and people's cause we love ivar all right and ivar since since his partner has gotten hurt uh has has been prolific now on the on the singles circuit here and he is he has performed exceptional every we've match se- we've seen more of Ivar than we ever have seen he's been in a 14 year battle with Alpha Academy it feels like <laughs> yeah it's been going on forever with them and New Day and He's he's gone through them all, and uh, we just want Ivar to get rid of his gimmick because Tom, there's not many gimmicks left in the WWE. 
I think the most successful gimmick of all time has been the Undertaker, which is, you know, a, a man that that is part of a funeral procession who is an Undertaker, and you know that's that's all fine and well, but you know that's somewhat believable. Um, Ivar is a uh, Viking that is living in 2024. Which makes no sense to me whatsoever. Just drop the character. And he keeps on showing up to wrestling events as a Viking. And we just need, we know that his real name is Todd. And we just want him to be like Todd the Builder. Like that's the plainest, <laughs> well, that's the plainest thing we've come up with. It is, should just be gimmick Todd. They should just give him a new gimmick every week. And here comes gimmick Todd. Oh, my gosh. He's a farmer. Whoa, watch out for that hay bale. Here comes gimmick Todd. Holy moly, he's a vampire. Todd the vampire. Todd the vampire. Count Todd is uh, coming out this week. Just give him a gimmick, a new gimmick every week I want for Todd. Yeah, and uh, we just we just hope that the WWE recognizes that he is the only wrestler right now that has a gimmick, um, and it's just atrocious. And it's even awful. like Valhalla is like Sarah. And, <laughs> you yeah, mean Sarah Todd and Sarah? <laughs> yeah, and like they come out and they talk about the gods and all this stuff. Like, dude, we're we're over it. Like, let's just get Todd back to normal. Let's give him yeah. an all American name. Like, let's go. Todd, Todd the American. That yeah. <laughs> oh my! Just have him be the Patriot, the new Patriot, Todd. And the last thing is that, like Todd, Todd the Builder, puts on incredible matches, and what he has done with Chad Gable, um, especially last match at Raw, was insane. Um. Again, like these guys just put on such great matches. And we love when Todd like just sells out. I mean, the 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 flip that he does off the top rope has to hurt. But he does that full flip and lands on his face and he doesn't hit it ever, usually. Um it it, it has to hurt. But like Chad, when he does his German suplex, that thing is just insanity. Like no one in their right mind would expect a guy like Chad Gable to be able to pull off that type of move on Ivar. And when he does it, it's super impressive and it's awesome to watch. So here's to Chad. Here's to Todd, the builder. And here's to you. And here's to you. The Schmidt and Lavelleite, the jabroni out there, the people that love the show that we're putting out there and we love you and we appreciate you another episode of jabroni drive has come and gone glad to see gable getting a little momentum as we're heading into the the wrestlemania ple hopefully that's building to something yes i think we went over time again well there's a lot to talk about they're gonna love it everyone out there we appreciate you listening if you're not already doing it, give us that follow, that subscribe. If you're still listening, give us a hashtag, Save Ivar. Huh? What do you think, Timmy? Save Ivar. We got to save Ivar. Got to save him. Got to save him. That's got to be our WrestleMania sign. Ivar's real name is Todd. Timmy, yeah. what do you got to say to all the Schmidt and Lavelleites out there before we sign off? Listen, when you're a jabroni, 
You're a jabroni. For life. We love you. Till next week. Peace.